This is uh, L.A. SW Local 420 on the forum. What the fuck? It's fucking Friday the 28th, and there's still no fucking show. You suck. Tired of you assholes lagging. What the hell? Do you move to L.A.? Would you get fucking butt raped now you can't do anything? You lived in the loin, for God's sake, and you did your job. You're in L.A. Do some respectful shit, you bastard. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. We're your host, D. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? I'm in the northern studio, and it's pretty cold out. Yeah. I'm in the southern studio. I'm in the SoCal studio, and uh, surprisingly, it's kind of cold out here in L.A. It's, it, the, L.A.'s a desert, I've noticed. It's, it's so warm during the day. Too warm for uh-huh. me. I mean, I have to wear sunscreen when I go outside. <laughs> to keep you cold? <laughs> I don't want to tan this lily-white, fair skin of mine. Yeah. It, it'll, fade the, it'll fade the tattoos. It's either that or, or use a parasol. I'm not about to do that. Um, what about a turtleneck sweater? Wetsuit. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe a, That'll be comfortable. Maybe a full spandex bodysuit. Then, then there will be no tanning. But no, it's, so it's really warm during the day, but at night, it, it gets down to, it gets kind of cold, like 55, 60. So, Wacker, this uh, show here is a couple days late, at least $50 short, uh, but for good reason. You know, uh, we, 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 well, we, I made a big move down to L.A. It took a while to set up the new SoCal studio. In fact, it, it's not really much. It's a little smaller than the old Tenderloin studio. In, in fact, it's a laundry closet. I, I don't know if you can see here. It's just a, a small closet. Yeah, no, I can see the bounce in the back and the Tide and the fabric, other fabric softeners. It, it, it's just a small Beach. enclosed room. Do you see the mop? Yeah, I, I'm kind of like in the janitor's closet. Uh, is that what that is? I wasn't sure if that was a mop or a broom. No, it, there's a broom. There's, there's a broom there, too, and a mop. Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend says she... But she kind of frowns upon the the pod craft. Not really frowns upon it. She's Just before you go on with that, are there any Swiffers in there? You know what? I actually threw the Swiffer out today. I'm going to have to get a new one. But was there's a, a plunger. A dry, I need to know. that Was it a dry Swiffer or a Swiffer wet jet? Is a Swiffer wet jet? Really? Why, you why did you wet jet? Why do you need to know this? I just I'm taking notes. Okay. Taking a notebook <laughs> about how to keep the house clean. But yeah, so what about a Roomba. No, there's no Roomba, although that's a good a idea. A robotic vacuum cleaner? You don't have one of those? That's a good idea. I, sh- I should probably invest in one. Um, yeah, well, the Roomba should never be in the broom closet. I mean, you should you got to work that thing till it dies, like a slave, like a slave robot. Well, don't you... always be vacuuming. Don't you hack into your Roomba so it does stuff like uh, gives you ball rubs and uh, fetches you beers from the refrigerator? I was told by the courts that I couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm not allowed to have <laughs> You're a Roomba file. I noticed that. Um, but I'm no, Wecker. Ownership. My uh, my girlfriend. She doesn't frown upon the podcast, but she kind of treats it like, you know, this is my 
my boyfriend's dorky activity, like his, his poker game or whatever, and she doesn't want to deal no, with no, it. No, it's more like Dungeons and Dragons. It's, okay, <laughs> it's yeah, not it's, like your poker game. It's more like we're getting together and playing Magic the Gathering. So she's like, I don't want to yeah. think about it. I don't want to see it. Get in the janitor's closet, uh, the broom closet, right. and do your show. So here I am in the uh, SoCal studio. I think the ranking is is poker game. Then below that, there's fantasy sports. Then below that, there's Dungeons and Dragons. Below that's Magic the Gathering. Below that's Pokemon. And then below that is podcasting. Podcasting, yeah. Podcasting is just one rung below Pokemon. Yeah. But essentially, it's the same thing, but just with headphones and uh, mics. Right. So, uh, Wacker... Um, make me put my Pokeballs on the screen. <laughs> So the reason we're late, people, is uh, there's two reasons. One, it was a big move. I had to move all the way down from San Francisco, and I got some stories about that. But two, we're kind of changing the schedule here of the show. It's now going to be recorded over the weekend and released at the beginning of the week rather than the end of the week. I mean, why, why did we release the show at the end of the week before Wagger? We thought that our fans didn't have anything to do on the weekend, you know, and they just sat at home and, and boozed themselves to sleep. Uh, but it turns out that some of our fans do have lives. Yeah, they no. While they're at work. No, they have they have activities, leisure time activities, um, you know, on the weekends. And they don't have time to listen to the podcast. I think statistically most people listen to podcasts at work. So now, we're on the way to work. We're on the way to work, yeah, during the commute. So now uh, the show will come out at the beginning of the week so you can listen to it in bits throughout the week and keep yourselves Smiling, you know, throughout the week rather than frowning and uh, bringing firearms to work and killing people. Right. God willing. You have to add that. Yeah, God willing. It's a a service that we're doing. So as I mentioned before, it was a harrowing move to uh, Los Angeles. A big move. Good, what, six-hour drive, but in a U-Haul, so it was about a seven-hour drive. Did you stop along the way? A couple times, a couple times. But, um... I, you know, it, it's, I don't know how I feel about it. I guess I'm ambivalent. One, I think it's, uh, you know, kind of, it's kind of cool not to own too many things. So you can get up and move like that. But two, it's sort of uh, depressing to see that everything that you own in this world fits in a 10-foot U-Haul truck. Yeah, I think the fact that you used a U-Haul means you actually do own a lot of shit. I mean, yeah, but it was the smallest U-Haul truck, and I still had like half the thing. I still had half the space. The only thing I really had to move was my bed. Uh, yeah, I was gonna ask what what was even big enough. To, why didn't you just throw that thing away? No, it's it's a nice bed. It is a nice bed. <laughs> you know, um, I spent like eighteen hundred dollars on that thing. But um, no, so you know, your girlfriend's bed that was there before you got there. That's in storage because my bed's 10 million times better. Even though she says it reeks of whores. I was like, I just put a cover on it. It's fine now. <laughs> like, Plastic cover. I was like, the whores make it comfortable. But no, you know, it's like I only occupied maybe about half that U-Haul truck. And I was like, oh, this is kind of disheartening that uh, a man my age, 36 years old. You know, I recently had my birthday this past Saturday. I'm 36 now. That's all I own. Half of a 10-foot U-Haul truck. But what would you want to own? I mean, a house, you know. maybe, a, you know, a couple cars, you know? a pool, a concubine. I don't know. Something more this than like half stuff of that you would be putting in your U-Haul anyways. I put my concubines in my U-Haul. Tchotchkes, you know, antique furniture. A lazy boy chair. I wouldn't mind that. 
I wouldn't mind the Lazy Boy chair. That's good. How much does the Lazy Boy chair cost? I don't know. So the move took place last Saturday. And uh, thank you, Big Jer, for, and, and my sister, for not really doing anything. But you know how you kind of need a three-person team? One person just to sit and guard the truck so crackheads don't climb inside? I found that a three-person team works best, yeah. Well, my sister was a uh, lookout for most of it, um, but she also did help me clean the Sick and Wrong studio, which is a disgusting, thankless job. I'm, I'm surprised she did it. Uh, but Jer, uh, Big Jer was instrumental in, uh, um, in helping me move. Um, it was great because uh, he moved a lot of stuff. But during the move... One thing I want to talk about is uh, is something that never has actually happened to me before. I lived in that I lived in the in the tenderloin in that building for almost what almost four years, going on four years, and never once did I get stuck in the elevator. But the day I moved, you didn't ride the elevator that often. I mean, because you're, you're only on the first floor. Yeah, but you had to go downstairs to uh, to throw out the garbage, and the only way to get there is through the elevator. Oh, I did not know that. But yeah, you know, but I'm, but the, so the building is an older building. It's probably built uh, before 1910. I don't know. Maybe uh, 19. Around, there. Yeah. around that time. Five. And I don't think they've, you know, uh, modernized those elevators. I don't think they've rehabbed those elevators. They've done anything to those elevators. The elevators look like they're, uh, you know, uh, they're basically just like a can with a chain that goes up and down and like uh, one of those, you know, a, uh, a metal door, like a metal grating. It barely right. even closes. And so <clears throat> I've always uh, distrusted those elevators. But this time I was like, ah, whatever. You know, I'm in a hurry. Throwing out garbage. My sister's cleaning my apartment with her headphones on. Doesn't have her cell phone anyway. Big Jer's waiting for me outside. He can't get in the building because he doesn't have keys. Meanwhile, I get stuck in the elevator. No cell phone reception. Now, it just stopped between floors? Yeah. I, between the first floor and the basement. Just stuck. It was just you couldn't use your cell phone. I, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get a, a high piercing shriek. Yeah, I was it the whole time. I was screaming like a woman in distress. It's like help, help, damsel in distress. No, I was. Uh, next, next time, try screaming like a baby. People no, I, care about I, I was in the. No, I don't think dog. People, You know what? Personally, I don't think people care about anything but themselves. Either you know, I'd like to think that they were walking down the stairs with their headphones in, and you know. Um, completely oblivious to any other uh, outside distractions or calls or sounds. But um, you know what? Most likely, I think people just don't care. They're completely wholly indifferent to the uh, welfare of their fellow man. I think you're right about that. I mean, the whole time I'm in the elevator, there are people coming downstairs. I was like, hey, guy. Hey, dude. Adidas shoes over there. Puma. It's like, come on here. I'm stuck in the elevator. You got to do something. And they're just going outside, just leaving. They're I was like, like, they're probably scared. They thought some, like, tenderloin leprechaun was trying to lure them into a trap. This disembodied voice. It's <laughs> yeah. like I'm hey, haunting, hey, haunting the Lord. <laughs> come over here. Put your ear to the ground. Thank was, you to my pot of gold at the bottom of the elevator shaft. I was like, hey, chick with kids, you got to save me here. I'm stuck in the elevator. Come on, somebody. No one came to my aid. My sister's cleaning. Doesn't even know I'm, I'm stuck in the elevator. Jer's waiting for me outside, uh, becoming increasingly agitated. Because, yeah, right. I mean, it, it, I was in there for a good hour, hour and a half. I couldn't call anybody. So finally, out of just pure frustration. Did you, did you ever, did you rub one out? or? Why would I rub one out? Because you're in there for No one asked half. me that question. What Only you, you gonna, would ask. What are you going to do in there? I would get bored after an hour and a half. I was pounding on the walls. I was smacking on oh. the walls. I was pressing the, uh, the, there was an alarm button. Think, I was thinking maybe the alarm button would like signal alarm in the manager's office. No, it just rang like a fire alarm. 
and no one oh. cared. Even the people going downstairs are like, ah, they heard this loud fire alarm thing. Who cares? There's no emergency phone that you can pick up and talk to somebody helpful. Dude, this elevator is built before phones. <laughs> it's like a is Flintstones there a elevator. Pigeon you can send out. <laughs> Maybe a, 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 a carrier rat. Might, yeah. might be more like it. So anyway, I ended up uh, becoming so frustrated, not being able to get a hold of anybody. I totally full-on, like, Mission Impossible climbed up into the uh, the top of the elevator, smashed open the door. It was like... Jesus. Yeah, like, knocked open the door, climbed into the elevator shaft. I'm like McBain here. Climbed into the... I was going to say, you're like, you're like Ripley from the Alien movies. Well, were you it, scared that you were going to get uh, abducted by a xenomorph or something? Well, I, actually, I was just worried about the mutant tenderloin rats or crackhead bodies that, you know, cr- the, the, the corpses of crackheads that were hidden in that elevator shaft. Right. I'm surprised that, like, three didn't fall in on you when you opened the hatch. Yeah. <laughs> like Raiders of the Lost Tenderloin. No, I yeah. climbed through the roof, and I get in there, and I don't know what I You're was thinking. Sha- You're in the shaft at this point. In the I was, dark shaft. I was in the dark shaft. And I was covered in black soot. And, uh, and like oil and grease in my hair, on my face. And, uh, and, Is Dick Van Dyke up there? No, uh, he wasn't there. Right? Does he hang yeah. out in elevator shafts? Well, I mean, it just sounds like an environment that Dick Van Dyke from when he was in the movie Mary Poppins would maybe be up there talking you like know, a chap. I didn't see any chimney sweeps, but I'm surprised. I, I was Hello, kind of. Governor. But if chimney what, sweeps what, would be what, in a what, chimney. What is a normal lad like you doing in the shaft today? We don't normally see your type around these parts. Hey, grab a brush. So I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I think I thought that uh, I could somehow get out of, uh, get out of the elevator through the inside. But those doors are locked. You got to have the elevator come up. You couldn't even open. It. I was kicking on the door, smacking on the door. Couldn't even open it. So eventually, give me up the rope, or the chain, as you call it. Or to where? I mean, I guess I could have up, up like fifteen floors. Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm not, I'm not you that. You You went back into the box. So, you know, contrary to your perception of me, Wackerly, I, I, I'm not that agile, really. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> so I ended up uh, jumping back into the elevator and slamming the door shut. And once I did that, the elevator started going. Took me all the way up to the 12th floor. Oh. So maybe you could have just jumped up and down a little bit. I could have, yeah. And, and so I get back in the thing and the door opens and there's like some little Asian girl that's just waiting to get in the elevator, and here I am opening the door looking like uh, Schwarzenegger and Commando all covered in black. And I was just like, I wouldn't take this elevator if I were you with my bag of garbage. Walk down 12 flights of stairs. And then, then I knock on my door. To, like, oh, a dick of on the dike. <laughs> no, she <laughs> took the elevator anyway. I don't think she spoke English. <laughs> okay. But so I, I get into, I, I get downstairs and I knock on my door and uh, my sister looks at me. She's like, what the fuck happened to you? I was like, I got uh-huh. stuck in the elevator. And then she laughed for like a half an hour. Yeah, she texted me about it the next day. Yeah, you know, she's really a, she's really a spiteful twat, that one. So, yeah, anyway. Well, I, I do hate to hear that, but anyways. Yeah, it, it, it delayed the move. And so we took off uh, a little um, later than expected. And uh, Sorry, sorry, my phone went off. Is that your ringtone? Love an elevator? Oh, no. Well, just for this occasion, it is. Loving it. That, that's pretty funny, Wackerly. That's you're you're really funny. Marginally funny. So some A-list uh, comedy coming over there from the NorCal <laughs> studio. I had to I had to spend ninety nine cents on that little <laughs> self love in the elevator. Yeah, there actually there was, to popular belief. I did not uh, I did not own that song beforehand. 
There's a lot of hate in that elevator. I think that was an anti-Semitic elevator, if you ask me. I don't know. Probably. Maybe, maybe the building wasn't going to let me go. So, yeah, it, it, we were a couple hours late because of that mishap. And then we finally hit the road. And uh, we did make a couple stops along the way. You know, I had to fill up the U-Haul a couple times. We stopped for some Taco Bell. Uh, Probably that one that's, like, by... uh. What's that road that goes over to, like, Bellflower or something like that? The one that's near Bakersfield, or that prison down there. Haven't oh, you been down there? Down there. Yeah, it was, it was probably about... There's one that's further north. It was about midway. And, uh, you know, it was a, a damn good time Central Valley Californians. Uh, definitely uh, reminiscent of the bovine America that we see in the Midwest. Um, that's what you People see always in said, That's Valley. my point, though. People always say the Midwest when you don't really have to go to the Midwest. You just need to go to the center of the state. Yeah, then, then you'll see them. In fact... The, tr- the piss trough of California, as I like to call the Central Valley. In fact, it was kind of uh, funny. We're, we're standing in line, and uh, I was talking to my sister. She, was, she always orders a beef burrito, but she, she wants an old-school beef burrito. Like, they changed the beef burrito. So she has to go in this complicated description about what the beef burrito used to be, just beef and red sauce and whatever. So she's going off about it. I was like, you know, it's not real beef. I was like, I read today that uh, Taco Bell admitted that it's only um, – or Taco Bell is being sued because someone said it was uh, 35% beef. And I said, you know, I think uh, the remaining 65% is burrow. I think they chopped up a donkey and uh, they put it uh-huh. in there. So it's, it's only like a portion of real beef and the rest is donkey. And it's before my sister what could even... What do you call donkey? Burrow. No, no, but the meat. Because, I mean, beef is cow. You don't call it cow. So does donkey or burrow become something else when it's meat? I think it becomes Taco Bell food. Oh, right. Okay. I, think, I think they call it a taco beef filling. burrito, a Cholito. Taco filling. <laughs> yeah, it becomes taco filling, or seasoned beef, as they call it. So anyway, I said that, and there was Donkey, and this fat guy behind me, um, some uh, sod buster wearing a, like a Bon Jovi shirt, like circa 1987. It was like a really old Bon Jovi shirt that uh, I don't know. Slippery I'm, when wet? It was definitely wet with uh, perspiration. And, uh, and perspiration and anticipation of the Taco Bell feast to come. Um, but he looks at me, he's like, that's bullshit. It's meat. And if it isn't meat, who the fuck cares? I'll still eat it. <laughs> I look at him and I was like, I'm not even going to argue with this guy. First of all, he could pound me. And I, I guess it would be kind of funny well, if I... If, what are you going to argue about? I mean, yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. I mean, that's not a very good argument. I was just, but I was obviously making a joke. It's obviously not, you know, made from donkey testicles or whatever I said at the time. But this guy really There's did... There's only trace amounts of donkey testicles. Donkey balls. Yeah. This guy really it's did take offense FDA to it, though. Le- le- legislated, uh, you know, allowable amount. So, uh, you know, I didn't take the time to explain to him, but there really is a lawsuit going on right now with Taco Bell, um, a firm in Alabama, Beasley, Allen Crow, Methvin, Portis, and Miles, the only lawyers in Alabama, there's only five, um, are suing. They all work there. They're, they're suing Taco Bell because they said that the, the firm had, had the filling, the meat filling tested and found it contained only 35% beef. They would not say who tested the meat or given, give any other specifics of the analysis. Now, usually a law firm will represent a plaintiff. Like, even if it's a class action lawsuit, they'll have, you know, a representative plaintiff or group of plaintiffs. Now, 
Is that the case, or does all the lawyers actually really like Taco Bell, and are they fe- feeling betrayed themselves? You know, I'm not quite sure what their aim is, because they're not suing for uh, monetary gain here. All they want Taco Bell to do is to stop calling that product meat. They're saying it's not meat. <laughs> and in I fact... I think it is called meat. Well, in fact... After I, heard, after I heard this story, it made me hungry for Taco Bell, so I went over there... But, you know, as opposed, in addition to just getting my taco fill on, I also um, was looking at the menu because I was – and they don't call it meat. It's just called a taco. You can get a chicken taco, which I assume has real chicken in it. Yeah, the chicken taco has real chicken. You can get a steak fajita, which is really disgusting, which I assume is real steak even though it's like grade F meat. But just the normal tacos that we all know and love – they don't call it a beef taco. They just call it a taco. Well, so. But the but the carne asada is is real steak. I, I mean, I imagine it's like probably grade C beef. Um, the, right. The disease cows we're from the about back. Orangish. We're talking about that orangish, like pureed meat ish. I thought it was type. a powder. Personally, that you just poured water and it became beef, like a beef like substance. It could be. No. Well. Here's the here's the real story, because <laughs> everybody when you hear that that the meat filling is only thirty six percent beef, you think like oh well the rest of it must be like eyeballs and ass or donkey and... balls, but it's not. It's actually much healthier than anybody thought it was because it's like it's mostly like soy and and oat grains and shit like that and well, water. Yeah, what it what it actually That's why I went to eat it because I was like oh well now Taco Bell is health food I guess because. You know, I'm getting my soy protein, which is good for your testicular health or something like that, I've heard. Well, Taco Bell claims that the filling contains 88% USDA-inspected beef. The rest is water, spices, and a mixture of oat, starch, and other ingredients that contribute to what it calls the quality of its product. And, and that's not, and that's not um, you know, specific just to Taco Bell, because other chains use it too. McDonald's says its hamburgers are all beef, but the hamburger's chain's ingredients also includes additives and preservatives. And many items. So, I, I mean, to me, I just Who's feel... outraged? I'm not. No, that's what I feel. It's a moot point. I think it's an exercise in futility because despite what Taco Bell puts in their meat, bovine America's going to eat it anyways. They don't care. That fat guy in the Bon Jovi suit, they could practically jack off in it and the dude would still be like, when did you do it? And you're like, well, about a week ago. Oh, fuck it. Gone now. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just don't think it, it really matters. I mean, you're including yourself in that, right? Because if well, they're jacking off in the food, they're not just jacking off in the meat. They're also jacking off in the beans. You know, the, the, this is my, my take on Taco Bell. As long as I don't see them making it, I don't care. Have you ever yeah. noticed when you actually see the person behind there when they don't have the board up or, you know, they have a wall sometimes? When right, you actually see it. I don't understand the whole concept of, of like a Subway or Chipotle. They're very big on you watching them make the food. Don't want to see and it. I, would just, I like the old school fast food style where they come out. It comes out of like the the um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of like the gnome area in the back. You know, the the, the Santa's elves work back there. The, yeah, it's the like the workshop in the back. It's come out, and you don't want to know what's going on back there. And all of a sudden, it appears on a tray, and you're like, yeah, it looks like Taco Bell, looks like food, I'll eat it. And right. I, I think, and that's the thing, I think that's the attitude of uh, most Americans, is they don't really care. But I do love, I do love when uh, when an urban myth starts circulating about a fast food chain. Um, and, and sometimes they are real, like uh, the, the finger found in the Wendy's, that the woman planted the finger in the Wendy's. 
in the Wendy's hamburger, and it becomes like this there, hysteria. There really was a finger in there, yeah. Yeah, and it causes this mass mass panic. But my favorite one, and you might remember this one, is you remember that KFC no longer uses the word chicken. They changed their name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to just KFC because its right. product is from a genetically engineered animal and not a real chicken. Well, that was the that's the myth or the rumor. That was the myth. Whether true, or do we know if it's true or not? Now, you like, know, we I'd, call it a myth. Because I'm sure some, some people still believe it, right? I'm sure there are some people out there that believe it. But uh, I checked it out on Snopes, and it does say it. it's false. And they, they disproved it. Uh, but, uh, but, I mean, it was a widespread belief. It was all over. Um, this is like even the early 90s, like the beginning of the Internet. But it was a widespread belief. Um, a lot of people maintained, especially a lot of vegetarians trumpeted this Yeah, I was going to point that out, too. I mean, the first people to pick it up and go nuclear with these things is always the PETA slash vegetarian slash vegan people, right? Well, you, they, that's, it, they, have, they have the added smug factor. Well, you then there's people like you and me who just think it's funny because it's disgusting and we'd like to believe it. Uh, I, I love the thought of it. This uh, this right. this mutant chicken that people are eating that that Taco Bell or that uh, KFC is rearing. I love yeah. I love the like, idea. I wanted of it. I wanted to go to the farm and see them and and like eat it right at the source when I heard that. <laughs> well, the, they okay. So the rumor the rumor uh, real quick here. Um, so KFC in 1991. Change their name to KFC. It used to be Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm sure you remember as a kid. Um, I, I haven't eaten that stuff in years, but uh, oh, I just had some the other week, like two weeks ago. It's but brilliant. did you even notice though that they had changed their name to KFC? Not until somebody pointed this out to me. But I mean, I don't know if I want to jump ahead or something. But like everybody, so the, this rumor. Came, well, I'll let you go on. Let me save my comment till the end. Well, I, yeah, I, thought I, it was, I, I remember it being pointed out. I didn't notice it, but I didn't not notice it. I just it didn't register as an important thing until somebody brought up this rumor. Well, I I always thought that, and I guess I'll get to the explanation about why they they changed they changed the name and and, and their image. But so it, it became KFC from Kentucky Fried Chicken, and so this rumor started circulating that the reason they call it KFC is because they cannot use the word chicken anymore. KFC does not use real chickens. Instead, they use genetically modified organisms. These so-called chickens are kept alive by tubes inserted into their bodies to pump blood and nutrients throughout their structure. They have no beaks. This, this is this is way worse than what I heard. No, this Sorry, was this man. was the rumor that was going around. It was saying boycott no, KFC. I heard the no beak rumor, and I heard that each one of these new things, which we'll call. Chicklin, <laughs> like it had like six legs because people loved the legs and they wanted to get more leg out of each one. That was a variation of the myth that there are six legs, but here they said that they have no beaks, no feathers, no feet. Their bone structure is is, uh, is shrunk to get more meat out of them, and this is great for KFC because they don't have to pay so much for their production costs. There's no more plucking of the feathers or removal of the beaks and feet. And the government said because of this, because of this, this new organism that, that, that they created, uh, that they need to change their menus so they don't say chicken anymore. Right. That was the rumor. That, that was the rumor. And, uh, and, and it circulated like wildfire. A lot of people believed it. In fact, remember my smug prick of a roommate, uh, the Spong? The Spong. Yeah, he was level one. He was smug and vegetarian and just wanted to tell off anybody who might have enjoyed 
a delicious piece of fried chicken that you were eating this mutant thing. Well, he was also one of those proud vegetarians, you know? I mean, he, he I think he volunteered for PETA, and yeah, uh, yeah he was just this flag-waving vegetarian. Did he ever get ass out of that? No, and I know it was a ploy to get ass. Dude, I mean, he was ginger and pasty and, and, yeah. and creepy looking. He should have shaved his head instead of having that weird long hair that he did. <laughs> but it makes sense, though, that, that a rumor like this would spread, especially with... And then this is why it spread so fast in America, is we have such a distrust of corporations, but also at the time, is people were saying that uh, you know companies like McDonald's and, uh, and other corporations were, were artificially using... We're enhancing their products, their meat with hormones and uh, and the growth of uh, transgenic food crops already created this fear, this distrust in people. And uh, those well, that's who- why that's why I love the whole uh, genetically modified uh, vegetable rumor thing. Well, I guess it's true, but because then you get to throw it back in the faces of the vegans, you know, like like you're eating a mutant cucumber, man. <laughs> <laughs> that cucumber was fed with a tube. It's never seen an ounce of dirt in its life. <laughs> they're like, hey, man, that's not cool. And you're like, yeah, remember when you fucking messed with my goddamn KFC? <laughs> my mutant chicken. But those that already feel killing and eating uh, other animals is morally wrong. I mean, this uh, obviously they're going to believe a rumor like this. Right. But um, but as uh, you know, as 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 science has proven, um, you know, I think they uh, they stated that the University of New Hampshire did this study, but that they they disproved that this study the the study um, uh, the university rebutted that and they said this never happened. Um, right. But this is what I was going to say before. This is one of those great conspiracy theory vectors. Is like you know, this all started with like why do they call themselves KFC and they used to be Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, it must be the C. It must be the C <laughs> that it's not chicken anymore. Nobody thought like, oh, this restaurant has fried in the name. And like, this is, you know, it, like we're such a health, even though we're fat as fucking unhealthy, we're very health conscious. Like we feel bad about how unhealthy we are. And people weren't going to a restaurant that, that the word fried was right in the name. Like you might as well have called it Kentucky fat ass chicken, you know, like. <laughs> That's why they changed the name because they didn't want they didn't want to be have the word fried in their moniker anymore. I was getting that's to that, but there's several reasons why they did, and that's uh, number one right that's there. It. But do you think Kentucky's not that good either? What a fucked up state. <laughs> but do you think that uh, in the majority of their customer base really cares that uh, the chicken's yes. fried? No, no, it's not. You know, they're going to eat it anyway. Sub- yeah, no, I, it's one of these subconscious things, though. It's like. Yeah, the, the customers know it's bad for them. They're going to eat it anyway. But, you know, there's that subconscious thing where the guy's going like, oh, I feel like shit. I'm about to go eat some garbage. Uh, should I get a Kentucky Fried Chicken or, you know, Taco Bell? Or I'm maybe I'll go to Boston Market and get a broasted piece of chicken, whatever yes, the fuck Bo- that means. Boston Market, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Boston. Oh, it's very cosmopolitan it's, down it's there. Broasted. It's broasted. Broasted so much more healthier than fried. But yeah, they said... Cosmopolitan market where I just get all my fresh produce and my chicken that's just as bad for me as KFC. They said they changed the name to eliminate the word fried, which has negative connotations, to an increasingly health-conscious consumer market. Uh, They de-emphasized chicken because KFC planned to offer a varied menu that included other types of food. And And actually, actually, that brings up a point. Because Boston Market was called Boston Chicken, and they changed their name at the same time, and that just fueled the fire of like, oh, they also use these mutant 
used to be chicken type things. Exactly. Uh, Boston Chicken Corporation took the same approach. And then there's a recent trend towards the abbreviation of long commercial titles. Um, like the International House of Pancakes becoming IHOP or Howard Johnson becoming Hojo. Which... I don't think Hojo worked out very well for them. I think they went back to Howard. <laughs> oh, but, it, it, but it's funny. A cheap motel that's called Hojo. I always found the irony of Kentucky Fried Chicken to be amusing. The fact that... Um, you know, majority of its uh, customer base is is African American. Yet the the symbol, the the image of, the, but the the iconic symbol of uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken is a plantation owner. So what they did is they changed He's it. A to Southern KM. gentleman. <laughs> that guy owned slaves. You know he owned slaves. <laughs> And so they, they changed it to make him uh, hip. He, he's the colonel. And he's like in the... Yeah, in, he was getting funky. That's how the colonel gets funky. Remember that? They had like hip hop. It's like KFC, blah, blah, blah. And it's like the colonel's getting right funky doing time. a dance. And I don't know. I'm not going to name it. It worked. You, you, remember, you know our friend Andy. Do you remember how enraged that, that, that would get him? You know, the colonel getting funky. <laughs> I know he he, he like he would go, go completely red and just like he just scream. He would walk out of the room though. He wouldn't even yeah. watch the TV. I remember he'd get up and he wouldn't even have a tantrum until you asked him about it later. Like where'd you go? You want to know where I went? It's that <laughs> that offends me. And it's just like and what do you, you want him to be? Like two hours of a discussion. But what what does he want? Like uh, you know a, a a white plantation owner in a white suit with a big whip, like whipping Negro slaves. Is that what he wants? And then giving him chicken, like one one measly dark meat leg bone. I'm not implying that I understand his rage. I just thought it was. I always thought it was funny that he was so enraged by that the dancing hip hop colonel. Well, the Taco Bell myth of uh, well, I guess it's not really a myth. I mean, the, the fact that Taco Bell does not use a hundred percent beef. It's I think it's probably it's it's healthier for people in the long run. So uh, I'm, I'm yeah. I think the fact that people are enraged and shocked that Taco Bell doesn't have real meat. Um, is actually to their benefit. The environment. That's the other thing they always go off on. Like, oh, every time you eat a cow, it, it kills, you know, 13 acres of rainforest. And then from now on, I'll just be like, well, this is mostly soy, dude. So back the fuck off. <laughs> but regardless, I kind of agree with a fat guy in the Bon Jovi T-shirt. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to eat it anyway. And I think that's the mentality of most of America. So I don't know. On to the next urban myth. So, Wacker, uh, this is episode 262 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, last week wasn't a real show. It was kind of uh, the anniversary show, which was a real drunken mess. I don't know if I've ever been that intoxicated on a podcast. Yeah, some people mentioned to me that you and Sleazy were slurring. Um, you were slurring, too. <laughs> Actually, I think it you came... out but... that you guys were slurring more than I was. No, I, I, I do agree with that. I was going through it, and I was like, God, you know, I can barely even understand myself. It's like, it's become a nasally slur instead of a... I think uh... the, the only reason you were slurring more than me is because I was just drunk the whole week, I think, from other... Like, your going away party, and your birthday was last week, and... and uh... I don't want to say you weren't drinking as much, because you were. I mean, you were pounding shots, you were, uh, uh, I think you're drinking uh, whiskey and beer the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I said, I, my liver was so blown out the whole week that it just didn't register. But we had cause to celebrate. It was our five-year anniversary, for Christ's sake. So uh, back to the, uh, the routine here. This is uh, episode 262 of uh, Sick and Wrong. So a quick recap of uh, episode 260 from a couple weeks ago. We did three listener stories. Listener one sent a story about a mother and daughter molester team. 
Listener 2 sent a story about a stoner necrophile. And Listener 3 sent a story about a corkscrew castration. Well, Listener 3 story won by a uh, majority of the votes. An overwhelming majority. So congratulations there, Listener 3. You won episode 260 of Sick and Wrong. People, you know the way the show works. Uh, Wacker and I present the most disturbing news items of the week. Audience votes. We're going to get Sick and Wrong Care Package. You can send your story to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com or submit it through Facebook or the forum. Wacker, we got a couple good stories here this time around. But before we get to that, how about a word from Adam and Eve? We have some uh, Valentine's Day copy we have to do a live read here of. Um, Coming up, huh? Yeah, Valentine's Day is uh, quickly approaching. It's probably one of my most hated holidays. Not really hated. It's just an annoying holiday. I hate having to deal with it. You know, it's one of those holidays where it's like you feel obligated to do something, especially if you're in a relationship. If you're not in a relationship, then you feel depressed, and then, you you know, you got to treat yourself to a good dinner. And I don't feel depressed. And rape yourself <laughs> at night. <laughs> you don't know how to properly celebrate uh, Valentine's Day. Take yourself no, to Olive Garden, Wacker. That's what you should do. Yeah, I probably will. Or you can make this Valentine's Day one you'll never forget. You'll both never forget. With this amazing offer from Adam and Eve. Through Valentine's Day, right now, you'll receive 50% off any item. Go to adamandeve.com and uh, find one of their $18,000 entertainment products, toys, lingerie, and an endless collection of DVDs. And there's more. With every order, you receive a romance kit. And that's kind of what every couple needs, you know, married or even couples that have been together for longer than three weeks. You need a romance yeah. kit. Uh, includes, yeah, includes a toy for him, a massager for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy. A I, to a lot of, I have a lot of listeners that are young people that are still trying to like, get their girlfriends to fuck them even once. Romance kit. You think that works? Or Hell think yeah, dude. Too, too soon. Like you overwhelm her. No, dude. You know I how think, cool you be? Works. I think you should carry it like a doctor carries his medical bag. <laughs> it's yeah. like, this is my romance kit. Time to bust it out because my girlfriend's being frumpish. Yeah. Um, and that's not all. <laughs> I have like a couple scalpels and a sharp needle <laughs> in there. A bone saw also. And that's not all. They'll throw in free shipping of the entire order. So go to adamneve.com for a special Valentine's offer. Good through February 14th only. Get 50% off your item, a romance kit, and free shipping. When you enter, offer code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, upon checkout. Wackily, it's time to kick off episode 262. Here's the first listener submission. This was sent in by, I think, my new favorite name here. Bisquick the Lurker. Uh, Bisquick writes, Fellas, this story speaks for itself. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. I'm sure you've heard of this story. It's, uh, we received it from probably about 50 fans. It's been all over yeah. the news. A Pennsylvania doctor had utter disregard for abortion seekers. Uh, his doctor accused of running a filthy abortion mill for decades in an impoverished Philadelphia neighborhood delivered babies alive, killed them with scissors, and allowed a woman who had survived 20 years in a refugee camp to be over-medicated and die at his clinic. He's he's a nefarious individual, this guy. Um, Prosecutors described the clinic as a house of horrors, where Dr. Kermit Gosnell kept baby body parts on the shelves. 
I think that's the problem right there. Who would go to a doctor named after a Muppet? Uh, Dr. Fozzie, no. Would you go to a doctor named Animal? I'd maybe go to Dr. Dr. Bert or Dr. Ernie. But What about Dr. Gonzo? No. He's for probably drugs, a Jew. I'd go to him for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> this is my drug dealer, Dr. Gonzo. Hey, how's it going? So uh, Dr. Kermit here kept baby body parts on the shelves. He allowed a a 15-year-old high school student to perform intravenous anesthesia on patients and had his licensed cosmetologist wife do late-term abortions. He was a family... He primarily primarily served foreigners who didn't know any better. Is that how this worked out? Yeah. Well, no, actually, no, low-income people. Uh, He served uh, a lot of foreigners, a lot of... Uh, family practice physician, Dr. Kermit Gosnell, had no certification in gynecology or obstetrics for that matter. And that's what's weird. I mean, Pennsylvania is not a third world country. But this was a huge oversight that agencies had stumbled upon and should have shut down. But instead, they did nothing. Even after that where, woman where died. Where in Pennsylvania was it, though? In Philly, in Philadelphia. Oh, it was. Because I was going to say, like, West Pennsylvania is kind of like a third world country, but... This wasn't even there. It was in, in Philadelphia. Yeah, and I'm not talking about Amish country here. I and mean, he, they, they he do was, their own abortions with a backhoe. Too. He was a doctor. He was just a general practitioner. He, didn't he was have, a like, family a physician. No, he had no, no training in gynecology or obstetrics. But it's not like he's just a guy up the street. Like, he is an actual doctor. He's a general, like, family doctor. He, yeah, he's, he's a, a family GP. practice physician. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gosnell made millions performing thousands of dangerous abortions. Millions. Uh, millions. A second woman, a 22-year-old mother of two from Philly, died in 2000 from a perforated uterus. Uh, the man oh. would even advertise on TV. Um, and most women... get those ads. A lot of these low-income women uh, didn't have anywhere else to turn, you know? You sometimes have substandard providers preying on low-income women who don't know whether they have other options. And uh, so apparently, you know, a lot of women would go to Gosnell's clinic because he was affordable. He advertised, and they had no other choice. So when authorities raided his clinic last year in search of controlled drug violations, apparently it was a uh, prescription mill as well, they stumbled upon a stench-filled clinic with bags and bottles of aborted fetuses scattered throughout the building. What was he going to do with them? What I don't understand is, is that any way to decorate an abortion clinic? I mean, you might as well have had you might as well have had fetuses hanging from coat hangers like a mobile, like a fetus mobile, like hanging from the ceiling. I mean, who's going to did they do this raid during Halloween season? I think it was I think it was all the time. It was just I mean, it's just like, okay, we just aborted this fetus. Let's hang it up on the wall here. Stick on the wall in the jar. But I mean, I would give it a pass if it was like October 25th. Yeah, if this is pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Nice job. So he forced the live birth of viable babies in the sixth, seventh, and eighth month of pregnancy, and then killed those babies by cutting into the back of the neck with scissors and severing their spinal cord. This, this guy's kind of like it. he's kind of like the baby predator, you know. Not only yeah. does he he rips out their spinal cords and then mounts them up on his wall. Yeah, you know. I mean, he's kind of baby spinal cords. Yeah, uh, I usually use those to stir my cocktails. <laughs> Swizzle sticks. Fetus swizzle sticks. Uh, They paid $325 for first trimester abortions, and he charged up to $3,000 for abortions in the up to 30 weeks into pregnancy. The clinic took in a whopping $15,000 a day. 
15,000. It's not bad. 15 large is what we 15 grand a day. If we were gangsters. You remember when uh, we were entertaining the notion of having a sick, a sick and wrong abortion clinic at our old apartment? I was starting to think it was a good idea and we, we blew it. Dude, all we would have had to do is put up a commercial on uh, public access TV and, uh, or maybe cable television late at night. And yeah. 15 grand a day? And how much does a pair of roller skates cost? Roller skates are probably maybe 30 bucks, and a fifth of Jack Daniels is what, 20? Well, the roller, skates, the roller skates would be a capital investment because we would pay for those and we would just reuse them. You know, they'd last, what, 15 years or something. That's capital investment. And then the Jack Daniels is an operating expense. Jack Daniels, I mean, or i.e. anesthesia. <laughs> um, Gosnell deliberately hired unqualified staff so he could pay them uh, low wages. He sent his six children to private schools. One of his kids is a doctor, another's a professor, and has a beach house at the New Jersey Shore. I think he's actually on the Jersey Shore. It's uh, the situation. Do, you know, do, situation do, do give a damn good abortion. His methods. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wonder. Like, Dad, I don't, I don't think you should be scissoring these babies as a method of abortion. And he's like, scissoring babies put you through medical school, boy. <laughs> like, don't you? Uh, Question my ways. Do you think the kids were, uh, you know, every birthday look forward to getting another fetus wrapped in a fucking, or a fetus in a jar wrapped in like uh, wrapping paper with a bow on it? It's like, oh, Ooh. great. Thanks, Dad. Another fetus. Another fetus. <laughs> Those mobile. fetuses put you through military school. <laughs> <laughs> Those fetuses bought you those Air Jordans when you were eight years old. You didn't question it then. So uh, Gosnell right now is um, is in prison and is uh, facing charges of murder. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, he's been investigated several times, and uh, they never actually charged him with anything. But this time it looks serious, so who knows? All in all, all I have to say about this, this whole event here in uh, Philly with the, the back alley abortion clinic and the fetuses on the walls, I think this would make a great episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I do too. Danny DeVito could be uh, Dr. Kermit. The McPoyles could be the nurses. <laughs> you know, I, I really think... Uh, don't th- wait, don't they have a guy in the show that they already call Kermit? Like a tertiary character? Uh, cricket. Cricket, Cricket. Okay, yeah, all right. So on the sick and wrong star scale, I mean, there's no question. This is a five-star story. I mean, uh, yeah. you have uh, the abortion doctor baby predator here. Mounting the fetus carcasses as trophies on his wall. Yeah, but, you can't so get much that, worse than that. Is that the bad part? The fact the fact that he was keeping them around because you know, like an, a a pro or sorry, an anti-abortion person would uh, would claim that you know even normal abortion is just as horrifying as this. So why are we making a differentiation? Well, I think it's because he would you know he was delivering live babies and severing their spinal cords with a pair of scissors. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So I don't know. What are you giving Might as well it? Well, flushed in the toilets. Yeah, five. Obviously. Five. All right. Well, uh, Wackley, what do you have here for uh, the second story for two sixty two? This one comes from a listener. He says, "I assume it's he, although I'm not sure." Hey guys, this guy reminds me of the Kevin Klein character from A Fish Called Wanda. Don't call him stupid and don't make fun of his farting. Keep it sick and wrong. Lost in Sweden. 
I don't hmm. think that was the character in Fish Called Wanda. I don't think Kevin Klein played the character they're thinking of. I think it was Michael Palin. The Michael Palin the played the stutterer, yeah, and he would get really upset. He he was like an animal loving stutterer. Get up those animals, yeah. And Kevin Klein would uh, ridicule him the whole time, and make fun of his stutter. You know yeah, that so that I, movie actually. Fuck you, you dumb ass shithead. <laughs> Michael Payton. Where was I? Oh, the story. Right. <laughs> this is from somebody in Sweden. Uh, I don't. This is in a from a town called Bristol, which I think is in New England. I think it's in, in Connecticut. That's a good guess. Um, according to court documents, police were called to 126 High Street late Saturday after a 911 call reported a stabbing. When officers arrived, they found uh, a person called Walton was in the first floor apartment, badly wounded and unresponsive. Uh, a woman, Sandra Ranger, who's 18, also was suffering from, suffering from serious stab wounds. Both were taken to Bristol Hospital, where Walton was pronounced dead. <clears throat> Police later learned that two others, David Klett, who was 19, and Tyler Basso, who's 18, had also been stabbed, but they went to the hospital on their own. Ranger Clett and Basso are all Bristol residents, the police said. So uh, c- cops get called to this, this, this residence late at so night. So mayhem at a party. Mayhem, but what happened, right? Was, were there, was there a burglary? How a did the mayhem in? ensue? That's, that's what, what caused the mayhem? Rampage. Well, here's what happened. Mark Higgins uh, was described by witnesses as being very drunk when he stormed out of said party. Um... Police say Higgins got into an uh, argument with another person at the party, Stacy Bucheri, who notably didn't get stabbed. Uh, and what was the argument about? Can you guess? Um, probably she was cheating on him, or nope. maybe she accused him of uh, playing his Xbox rather than having sex with her. Weren't dating, once again. Oh, they weren't dating, okay. Um, but you don't have to date I there. Think, I, don't think Mar- I don't think Mark Higgins had All right, maybe he put her cat in the microwave. No, I'll just get to the point. All right. You know, at this point, we're, we're way off course. Uh, she was chastising Mark Higgins for being flatulent and very drunk, <laughs> which I think probably goes hand in hand. Because usually when you're sober, you hold that kind of thing in. <laughs> but when you're drunk, what, do you just fart uncontrollably? Right. Witnesses told police that Bucheri slapped Higgins, who smashed a beer bottle and then stormed out of the apartment. So that's enough to be like to sort of kill the mood of the party that he smashed a beer bottle and stormed out. Do you think just, do you think she was slightly ribbing him about farting? I bet you uh, initially she was probably like, no, I hate that guy. He's gross. He's disgusting. He's racist and he smells bad. And then their friends were like, nah, dude, he's great. He's a good buddy of mine. Come on. Come on, Stacey. You got to have him in the party. And then he comes and the first thing he does is he starts farting in the kitchen, right. farting in the living room. And, uh, yeah, she goes up and slaps him. He smashed the beer bottle. In the drawing room with the, <laughs> he was farting on the candlestick and in the hallway and in the conservatory. It's Probably just ripping farts left and right in the conservatory. It'd be horrible. I just had a brainstorm. Um, we, should re- we should make a board game. It'll be way better than the serial killer board game. Uh, it's based on the game Clue. But it's just called fart, <laughs> and you have to. There's somebody who's farting at the party, and you have to guess where they farted and what they ate before they farted How and about, who it was. Like, you fartionary. <laughs> you fart. 
And then other people try and guess what smell you're trying to produce. <laughs> Fart cheesy? Uh, yeah, that'd be good. I kind of like that. that. That might work. What is far cheesy? I don't know. There's some dice, and you die. You roll the dice. And <laughs> I don't really remember Parcheesi either. Yeah, I, I don't remember that either. But I, I can understand Twister though. Twister already is a farting game. I mean, you're already farting in everyone's face. Like Twister, so. Well, I can understand why Stacy would be upset if they were playing a game of Twister and a dude was farting. What you mean? That's not what everybody does when they play Twister. <laughs> I'm never point. playing Twister with you there, Wackerly. Well, thank God for that. He well anyway, so he got made fun of by Stacy Butcher for farting. I mean, and I blame not the Taco Bell beef. I blame the soy product. That's what's making you fart. It is. It's the oats. The oats, the oats and the and soy. The, soy the oats and That's the soy. Vegetarians. I assume you ate there before. So he let he smashed the bottle after being made up fun of for farting, and he's drunk. And and D, you get a little offended when that guy. When you were at the urinal at your office the last week, we were talking about this, and the guy commented on your fart. You were like, you have no place to... And he was saying, nice fart. Imagine if he said... Imagine if he was making fun of your fart, how angry you would have been. I definitely would have been miffed if I'm in the bathroom, a place where you're, you know, a socially condoned place to fart, and this guy's like, dude, you're sick, man, farting in front of people. Well, would would you storm out and then return 45 minutes later... And attack several people on the porch with knives, including all four who were wounded. I probably wouldn't Higgins, have been that upset. Police said Higgins confessed to the attacks and referred to Walton, uh, which I guess is the guy who died. Yeah, the guy who died as a friend and Ranger, the woman, as an acquaintance. He told investigators that he didn't specifically target them and that they were simply the first people he saw when he returned to the party where he was persecuted for his flatulence. And he just went on a stabbing rampage. What I wonder, though, okay, here's I, my question: Did everybody, like collectively, ridicule him for 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 farting, or was it just well, that one woman and she slapped him, and then he comes back and just he's he sees red and kills the first person he sees? I assume it was it was like one of those scenes where she's sort of making jokes at his expense. He's too drunk to come up with a witty rejoinder, and um. Everybody's laughing, and if you were in a movie, the camera would be swaying back and forth. Because he's so intoxicated. The faces would be zooming in and out on you. And and you'd hear in in the background. And just laughing at you. And then, like, you know, he hears his mom's voice. They're all going to laugh at you. I'm surprised he didn't just say, I have Crohn's disease, and you're an asshole. Crohn's. What's Crohn's disease again? I forgot. It's like you just keep continually shit yourself and you have to wear like charcoal like underwear. Is that what your sister has? Yes, she does, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. I think he overdid it. I think he overreacted. I mean, what I would have done, maybe shit in in like a big gulp or something and threw it on her or something like that. I don't don't think I would have stabbed her. Yeah, I would have I would have used the flatulence as my revenge. As a know? launching Being, point. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you're making fun of me for farting. Well my flatulence is the best revenge. And I would totally. just kept it going and just been like ha 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 and I would have smoked a cigarette right in their living room, even though they don't allow smoking in there. I would have lit a fart actually in the living room. I, I mean if you're that, that flatulent. Well. Yeah. That's a classy maneuver right there. Yeah. So on the Good sick one. and wrong star scale here, the guy did not need to come back and kill these people, especially innocent yeah. bystanders like this. 
Yeah. I'm going to give it a four star. I do too. Four stars. It might be if I mean if uh, if they described the pungent stench of the of the flatulence and the score might have been a bit higher, but all they said is farts. I mean, if, as far as I know, I, I don't I don't require that. I don't know. As far as I know, I mean, they just I, okay. But if it was a fart that you know would straighten your hair or well, um, they, they cure you of your very, acne, I would they said say he's very drunk in Bristol, Connecticut. I mean, he's got to be drinking. Ice House. Yingling or <laughs> Ice House or some disgusting cheap beer. I mean, you can imagine this. Usually part. the farts come the next day, but yeah. All right. Not I'm going to give it a four star. Not if you've been drinking since 10 a.m. Yeah, that's true. So the third story here we have for episode 262 came in from Mikey. Mikey writes, hey, guys, didn't D say in the last episode that he had a nose job? Did he do it himself? Because it looks like shit. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Mikey. I, I appreciate that. No, actually, I did have it uh, done by a doctor. But the reason he's saying this is because the main character, the protagonist here of this story, uh, actually did plastic surgery on himself. Do-it-yourself plastic surgery. Really? So an accused killer in Tokyo, while on the lam for over two years, um, this man, Japanese man, was wanted for the murder of a British woman. He says he scissored off his lower lip. He dug two moles out of his cheek with a box cutter and gave himself a nose job in an attempt to obscure his identity. This all is that all other stuff I can understand. I wouldn't even know how to begin to give myself a nose job. Yeah, I can understand slicing off a mole or scissoring a, a lower lip. But yeah, nose job. I mean, what do you do to do? I mean, how do you do that? I, like, do you take a feather and tickle. The asshole of a horse who's <laughs> standing right back there. That's the only way I could think of to even start. Wacker, you should be a plastic surgeon. Uh, the disclosures come in a book that was just released, written from jail by Tatsuya Ichihashi, uh, who will stand trial later this year in the murder and rape of his English teacher, Lindsay Honker. Honker was found dead in a sand-filled bathtub on the balcony of uh, Ichihashi's apartment. So is this an uh, an American or English woman or Australian? English woman? She's, she's English. Okay. She's English. She's over there. She's teaching this uh, Japanese student. He ended up raping and murdering her. Um, Ichihashi was finally arrested uh, a couple years ago or last year after a lengthy nationwide manhunt. Um, he admits to taking Hawker's life in the book. Uh, the book's called Until the Arrest. Um, he he doesn't describe his crime or his motives. But he details his life at large, during which he traveled up and down the country in constant fear of arrest and performing his own cosmetic surgery. <laughs> if convicted of murder, he could face the death penalty. So Why once did he leave the country? Is it hard to get out of Japan? It's an island. I, I'm, I'm, but yeah, I'm surprised. Why, why they wouldn't have he... airplanes and boats, but I, like, it's customs. You know, they're very strict about like, where are you going? I'm not sure. I mean, a totally uh, free country where you can just go wherever you want. I guess yeah. if you're wanted, it's harder anywhere, even in the United States, right? I think that's why. I think he was just kind of uh, living life as a vagrant, and uh, no one could. Really, I mean, there's so many people there. How could you find him? So after escaping the police who came to his apartment to question him, he they all look a lot. Wait, wait, wait! I want to go back to that comment. <laughs> there's so many people there, and they all basically look alike with a mo haircut. Is that what you're saying? You know, Wackley, you always have to turn this into a racist comment. It wasn't even racist. You're not your latent racism. No, I, I wasn't even being racist. All I was saying is that 
There's so many people. If you just wore like a hoodie and uh, just kind of milled about as, as a vagrant, just a dirty vagrant, how are they going to know the difference? There's like millions of people. Yeah, I mean, you right. could people live in lockers there. You can run a locker. I mean, it, it's just I, I I think the the police would have a daunting task to find out. And I mean, they all look alike with the same haircuts. Um. <laughs> So the police came to his apartment to question him. He bound up his nose with a thread and needle like a cook trussing a piece of meat to make it Jesus. narrower. At first, he wandered around Tokyo, then drifted north, uh, where he try- twice tried to cut off part of his lower lip to make it thinner. The first time, he couldn't follow through because of the excruciating pain. He oh, finished okay. it up a few days later in a public bathroom. Could you imagine... Going in there, go take a piss, and there's a guy cutting off a piece of his front, like his his lower lip. What the fuck are you doing, man? That would totally ruin not... my urination. At least rinse the blood down the sink after you're done. Exactly. He wore several layers of surgical masks to hide the scars, but apparently he didn't stand out, stand out much at all because a lot of Japanese people do the same to escape pollen. And you know, that really bothers me. You see that all the time in Oakland and San Francisco. I know. It really bothers me. I hate when I see it on the bus. And I, I, I just feel like, do you know something that I don't know? Like, is there some kind of, like, uh, flying fungus or something that uh, I'm breathing that you're not breathing? Plus, that goddamn surgical mask is not going to keep the Ebola out of your lungs, man. Exactly. And, and the fact that it's just completely permitted and just a way of life in Japan, I've, I find that disquieting. It bothers me in the same way that the Asian uh, liquor store owners just put the, your, they dump your change onto the counter because they don't want to touch your hand or even like remotely have the chance of touching your hand. You know, I've never noticed that. Really? They, yeah. you, you, but did you want to like hold their hand for like a, a few seconds? No, I just don't want to be, <laughs> be made to feel like some kind of a disgusting, dirty pariah. Because I'm not Asian, like a cheap. There, you know, there, there's, and I will, and I, I just to point out that I am open-minded. The man who runs the counter at the Asian Lee's Deli by my office will he does not practice this. He puts the change in your hand. Yo, Wacker, I could totally see you in Oakland at the liquor store buying your fifth of high or your your forty of high life, saying, "Sir, don't treat me like a Singapore whore. You could put those coins in my hand. God damn it." Yeah. <laughs> so back to the story here. While at large, Ichihashi avoided monitoring cameras at shops and eye contact with anyone. He changed his location quickly and often when he thought he might be spotted. He never contacted his family or friends. And police even offered a reward of 10 million yen, $121,000 for tips leading to his arrest. Jesus. He had saved almost a million yen from a string of construction jobs. Uh, he spent most of it on two plastic surgery operations, once to acquire a longer and narrower nose, and the second to raise the bridge of his nose. It was that These sec- were professionally done. These were professionally done operations. It was that second operation, uh, um, his second attempt to obscure his identity, that actually led to his arrest. Staff at that clinic took many photos of his left cheek uh, with traces of the mole that had been removed because they thought it looked strange. Uh, the clinic reported his visit, sent the photos to the police. Um, Ichihashi said he froze when he saw news on TV about his cosmetic surgery. His heart raced. He was gazed at it, trembling. And once he checked out the hotel, he got a haircut. 
and even bought a party disguise set containing a beard, sideburns, and a mustache. <laughs> now, that's a real disguise. Sounds like a mission hipster disguise. But that's a real disguise, you know, to hell with yeah. this plastic surgery mumbo-jumbo. I mean, right. you, you, you need... you do that to begin with? You need, you need horn room glasses, a big fake nose, and a mustache. Who's going to know like where you... Those big conical hats that they wear in the Asias? Yeah, I mean, no, no one would... Uh, dude, a conical hat, you can go anywhere. It covers up your face. Yep. Um, in his book, Ichiyashi apologized to Hawker and, his fam- and her family, saying the book was intended as a gesture of contrition for the crime that he had committed. He, if convicted, he is facing the death penalty. I was going to ask if they had the death penalty in Japan. They do. And so on the sick and wrong star scale, Ichiyashi here, I mean, it's kind of a normal rape and murder of a woman. I would probably give it two stars. I'm giving it a five star because the man was so insane that he actually performed his own nose job. I'm actually giving it five just for trying to cut his own lip off with scissors. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's completely disgusting. So we'll see what the listening audience has to say. People, go vote. Stickaroundpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 262 here. Well, wackily, we're nearing the end of the show. Uh, we got a couple phone calls to Stickarong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. And a couple emails. Before we get to that, how about a word from our sponsor here? Of, uh, our second sponsor, audible.com. What? I want to tease my asshole. You do? <laughs> that was the sound of a man forcing his partner to perform ass to mouth. And this... This is a fantasy of yours, to, to fuck a little cute bear, huh? Yes. There he is. Isn't he hot? Oh, he's got a pretty big wiener, too. He's got a huge cock. <laughs> so... Did you want to fuck Teddy? Mm-hmm. I want to take Teddy in the ass. Is a woman about to take a dildo Good. strapped to a teddy bear up the Teddy's ass? What do these two ass. things have in common, you ask? They're both Audible, that. which coincidentally yeah, is the sponsor for this week. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle for your free 14-day trial. Teddy's fucking you in the ass. Teddy has a big cock in my ass. Teddy has a big cock. My recommendation for this week is America by Heart, Reflections on Family, Faith and Flag by Sarah Palin. Narrated by Sarah Palin. Get it at audible.com. So we actually got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. How about we play call number one? Here's a listener we haven't heard from in a long time, actually. Hey, this is Ash, the official Olive Garden server. Uh calling in to the sick and wrong drunk dial line. I'm not drunk or fucked up mentally. I'm just fucked up physically from a long, full day of Martin Luther King holiday celebrating folks coming into my store. Uh, and, you know, furiously, me, furiously. You know, I'm actually kind of surprised that people who would celebrate Martin Luther King Day would go to Olive Garden as opposed to the other fine chain restaurants, such as Red Lobster. You're talking about the blacks, right? Yeah, <laughs> the people yeah. People who aren't getting your code words. 
No, I'm just surprised that uh, black people would gravitate towards Olive Garden. I think they like Olive Garden. Are you just saying any of the chain restaurants were probably packed that day because <laughs> everybody had the day off? Maybe. I mean, I just, I think black people like Olive Garden. They like Red Lobster. They like uh, many fine restaurants. Lance Wackerly, I know what black people like. I <laughs> know, <laughs> I said I think. I don't think but I could imagine working a whole day at Olive Garden, which I've never done before. Would be quite enervating. It must be uh, very tiring towards the end of the day. Well, I I have never waited tables, but I hear that black people don't tip. And I, and and I, I'd like to make a further point: black women who are waitresses have told me that black people don't tip. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that before. All right, well, so I'm trying to cover for my racism, but I mean, this is just what I've heard. I've never done it. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> it's what I've heard, and even black people have told me it themselves. Lance Wackerly, I know what black people like. <laughs> It's a new segment. <laughs> All right, here goes. Jacking off in the Alfredo and the salad and getting people. That's what white people do. That's what white people do. Anyway, uh, you guys were talking about the song Bodies or whatever by Drowning Pool, and I had an amusing anecdote about that. Um, the lead singer for Drowning Pool, uh, at least as far as I know, there's been two. Um, one of them died back in the early 2000s, and, and that's what this story's about. Um, my friend called me up one morning. We have this game that developed from this incident. Uh, called me up one morning, and the only thing he said to me is, guess whose body hit the floor? And I was, a smile was on my face because I guessed that it was the singer for Drowning Pool, and he told me it was correct. And so from then on, we've used any, I don't know, quip or line or whatever from famous people when they die to try and tell the other person that said person has died. So, yeah, kind of a boring story now that I think about it. It really wasn't all that amusing. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad I like recognized all day at the Olive Garden. God, fuck you guys. I mean, if it's sick, keep it wrong. Later. I'm more amused just by the fact that he's having such a horrible time at work at the Olive Garden. Dude, I would rather play Who Farted or the Fart Game than, than yeah. <laughs> whose body hit the floor. I mean, seriously, you think I would almost rather play Who Jacked Off in the Alfredo Sauce. Oh, we all did. <laughs> <Surprise>. <laughs> well, Ash called back with a part two here. Um, Let's hear it. He's an OG. Hey, it's Ash from <laughs> Original Olive Garden Garden again, and I just realized how stupid that last phone call was. <laughs> I do like how uh, he, he's very self-deprecating. Um, I mean, he understands. He, 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 he listens to himself. He's like, you know what? That was retarded, what I just said. And I'm going to have to call back. Getting self-aware. Yeah. It's too smart to be at the Olive Garden. Far too, far too intelligent uh, to be at Olive Garden. And since we've been recording for five years, I feel like he's been a fan for that long and he's been working at the Olive Garden for five years. He should move on. How many times do you think he's won Employee of the Month? Well, he should be a manager by now. I don't think so. He should have his own, he should have three of his own stores. I think he just makes the breadsticks. I don't know. All right, well, here's, here's what he says here. As whatever. So to redeem myself, 
uh, I'll tell you a story that just happened uh, between that phone call and this one. I just sneezed and kind of shit my pants a little bit. Teeth. <laughs> so I think that's why uh, Ash isn't a manager, because um, he sneezes and occasionally shits his pants. And that, that's not a very managerial thing to do. He's lacking a, a certain sense of composure. Yeah. You need to manage an Olive Garden. To manage an Olive Garden, you know. And plus, uh, I that mean. That shit might go down at Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> you can shit anywhere you want at Red Lobster. So, you know, uh, he does bring up an interesting point about that drowning pool. I think we were talking about last week or a couple weeks ago when we played that song. Um, I played the song at the end of the show because uh, Lofner uh, would listen to it. Uh, or listen to it right before he committed that massacre. And um, anyway, what's interesting about that, as I mentioned it, is is that song's always brought up, associated with some kind of ne- negative traumatic event. And could you, ima- I mean, could you imagine being the singer of that band? It's like, oh, there's been another massacre, another high school shooting. Please say he wasn't listening to Drowning Pool. Please say he was listening to Elton John. Please, George Michael, anything but Drowning Pool. You always wish that people were wearing second wrong shirts when they do. I do that jokingly. I do that joke. Until it happens, I'm blaming you when it does happen. I would never want that to happen. Could you imagine all that that negative publicity? All 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 those t-shirts we'd sell? God. (laughs) (laughs) All that that national publicity would be horrible. All that that horrible national All those stickers and t-shirts and God. It's I wouldn't have to come on here on a weekly basis. All right, whatever. I had no idea that there were two singers. Thank you, Ash, for calling that in. You're far too t- intelligent to uh, be working for Olive Garden. You should do a podcast. <laughs> a podcast <laughs> about Olive Garden. All right, we, we got another call here from another guy who, um, who actually was talking about uh, a, a death metal band as well. Hey, Sick and Ron. This is uh, Chris from Tucson again, and I just had one more thing to say. Fuck Jared Loftner, or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, I can't walk anywhere in town without wearing, or when I'm wearing my uh, Crater Pleasure the Kill shirt or Sodom shirt, I can't walk anywhere without getting... Whatever his name is, <laughs> he lives in Tucson and he doesn't know what the guy's name is. Come on. <laughs> it's probably the biggest thing to ever happen to Tucson. Are there any big bands that came out of Tucson? I'm sure there are, but I can't name them. But, I mean, yeah. He knows the guy's name. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's like the biggest thing to ever... It's 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 basically... The biggest it, thing to happen in a long time. You know, people in Ireland never even heard the word Tucson before this happened. So uh, this is some big news for you guys. Without getting funny looks anymore, and it's, it's starting to piss me off. It used to be, uh, get, get looks like, oh, there's another misguided youth. But now everybody looks like Everybody's scared of me and looks at, at me like I'm crazy, but I'm not crazy. I got a job and everything. And by the way, that I went to the same school as that kid, well, the same community college, but there's different campuses everywhere. And, and like you said, it, it does take a lot to get kicked out of that school. And uh, I, I've taken the same class three times now, and they haven't kicked me out. So I, I don't know what he did to get kicked out, but yeah, fuck him. And uh, you, you guys better still be playing my song. All right. And um, I'm going to go buy weed now. <laughs> the class that he took three times? Intro to gynecology. <laughs> <laughs> I think I figured out why he hasn't passed that class uh, for three times. 
Didn't you just end that show or end that call with, I got to go buy weed now? I think that there might be a correlation. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's me. If, if weed prevented people from graduating college, nobody would ever graduate college. All right. I think it's the, the quantity of weed oh, smoked. I, yeah, and, and, and I take back my statement, too, because I think I know lots of people that weed prevented them graduating college. So. <laughs> but, you know, he does bring up an interesting point. It is pretty, pretty difficult to uh, get kicked out of a community college. I mean, don't they accept people with a 0.2 grade point average? I mean, don't they take anybody? I don't think they look at your grade point average. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's like if uh, you went to high school and you're breathing... I don't think you even had to go to high school. <laughs> <laughs> you can get your GED at community college. Yeah, no, that's true. It is true. Um, but one thing, I actually don't think it's a, you know, a, a, a minus for uh, people to fear you. I think, it's, uh, I think you, this guy could uh, have fun with that. I think you could, yeah. you could enjoy it. I mean, you should go I, scare I people. Say, <laughs> put away your death metal shirts. Just get a picture with that Loftner's mugshot on and walk around with that. Is that really weird Uncle Fester grin? I was like, what? It's a free country. If I lived in Tucson. I'm not into him. I just have this shirt. If I lived in Tucson, I would dress up as like Pinhead or something from Hellraiser or like Freddy Krueger and just kind of walk around and be like, what? What? And so I would people... I would have a I would have a picture of Jared Loeffner on the front and on the back the World Trade Center and then it, at the bottom on the back it just says never forget and you'd be like look dude never forget I'm not into Jared Loeffner <laughs> but never forget you're gonna I'm wearing this shirt I would have a picture of Palin with like vampire teeth and it says on the back Palin made me do it okay yeah that, that's what that's I would good do too. yeah so we got one more call here. Um, it's a question, actually. So uh, here we go. Hey, sick and wrong. So my boyfriend asked me if I would be depressed for a while if he died. And I was like, would you be depressed for a while if I died? And he bursted out laughing hysterically for much longer than you would imagine that someone would laugh about that for. I was wondering if you would think that he's one of those sick, deranged people that you were talking about in your last episode. Maybe should I call somebody to see if he could be uh, reviewed to put in a mental institution? Because that was really scary, and now I'm afraid. Uh, what do you think? Okay, bye. This is what I think. You're annoying. <laughs> he probably would be happy. Right. I agree. Because, you know, she's pissed off that he laughed when she asked him it. You know what I think is annoying? When somebody answers at, answers a question with a question. Yeah, I know. He asked her, would you be depressed if I died? And she immediately says, would you be depressed if I died? And he laughed at her. I'd hit her in the face with a goddamn frying pan. I would have continued laughing and been like, uh, yeah, I'd be real depressed. <laughs> with a party. Like the first thing I do is buy an eight ball of cocaine and a new video game. I, th- I think I think he just means that you're annoying. Um, I would probably break up with him. And, Don't answer uh, questions with questions. Yeah, that, that's the first thing. Don't answer questions with questions. But that guy, that's not marriage material right there. No, she's too young to be married, anyways. Yeah, that's what I think. People call the Sigurong hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. We always love to hear what you have to say. We just love the input. Uh, from the fans. You know, we're running out of time. We don't really have... Uh, I had a couple emails to get to. I'll have to get to this uh, next week. Sure. Um, people, if you haven't already, 
Now is the time to join up for the Sick and Wrong Forum. There's a lot of action going on in that Sick and Wrong Forum. That's true. Uh, yeah, you know, I've been there. Uh, I was on there. I was perusing the forum. I haven't posted in a little while, but I was perusing the forum uh, just yesterday, and I came across this post here. That isn't out of the ordinary exactly, but it's different than a lot of other posts that you'd expect on the, uh, the Sick Wrong Forum. Most, most posts that you expect on the Sick Wrong Forum are like the members bits uh, thread, where it's yeah. like people are showing pictures of genitalia. That's something that you'd expect on the Sick Wrong Forum. A decapitated days, corpse. There. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm surprised it's, it's not already up there. I haven't got drunk enough yet. Um, but this, this new post uh, kind of crack, cracked me up here. A question to the flaky, not overly patriot Americans. And it was by Fartin Mowler. Have you uh, seen that one? Yeah. He says, I'm typing this with one finger as I have a dwarf bunny on my chest and I'm somewhat inebriated. Seriously, <laughs> are you, <clears throat> excuse me, seriously, are you not going to prosecute Bush for some of the shit he might have been involved in that makes her country look kind of douche. Right. There's several levels to this question here. Yeah. One, I, I love how he's philosophizing about the punishment of a major political figure while getting drunk with a dwarf bunny on his chest and he's wearing a pink shirt. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good way to philosophize myself. Is that, is that I mean, what you do when you think? Ideas. When, when you ruminate, Wankerly, do you go get a dwarf bunny? What the fuck is a dwarf bunny? Well, there's a picture of it right there. What do you mean? <laughs> I know, but I mean... Go on the forum and look at the photo. <laughs> where, where do you That's get a dwarf bunny? I've, I've never even seen one before. I think in the UK, it's much easier. I think they're all over the place. I mean, they have vending machines where you just pop out a dwarf bunny, you twist its head off, you get another one tomorrow. And so, do you really think that uh, at this day and age you know we've had obama for a couple of years and we still look kind of douche in your eyes i mean is, is, is that what foreigners yeah but really? is that what foreigners foreigners think it's like okay who has chabs okay <laughs> who who i just read let's an article go, the other let's I, not even go there who is bush's major ally in all this ridiculous shit think about tony blair tony blair right tony blair was giving bush's hand jobs anytime bush snapped his fucking fingers yeah so we'll, uh, we can exile Tony Blair and Bush to some Caribbean island where they can just bum each other all day long. I mean, you guys send your guy there first. We'll send ours later. I mean, in, in, in reality, I mean, political figures commit mass atrocities on a daily basis. They all do. I mean, I mean what, what are you really going to do? Really? Can't do shit? It's kind of like Taco Bell's meat. Are you, you going to go Egypt on them and just rise up? No. Yeah, are you going to put that dwarf bunny down and, and create have an uprising? It's like, I'm going to yeah. start a revolution, but wait, wait, wait. Let me put this dwarf bunny and my Stella down first. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's the type of thing you'll encounter on the Sick and Wrong Forum. So people, go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on Forum, and uh, become a member. You'll enjoy it. It's thought-provoking. The dwarf bunny was cute, though. I mean, it was worth clicking on the, the page. It was pretty cute, actually. Right. I like how I think it, I don't know if it was Iron Man, but he was saying, "What the hell do you do with a dwarf bunny other than rub it on your genitals?" <laughs> Why do you need something else to do with it? I, exactly. I was like, "What else do you do with it?" It's a good point One there. Reason is good enough. <laughs> uh, people, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show on iTunes. I really want to get up to a thousand ratings. You know, we we've been around for five years whoa, now. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Back, back up. The last time you said you wanted to get backing to 900. Backing up, backing up, backing up. <laughs> <laughs> the last um, time you said you wanted to get, get to 900, now you're saying 1,000. It seems like you keep moving the goalpost. I got high hopes, man. I got aspirations. Well, no, 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 no. It's not about your high hopes. I'm going to ride that rocket. That when we get to the, the, the number, you're going to show your balls on the internet. So that's and, what this is all about, Wackerly. Uh, me revealing my testicles to the world. What else would it be about? All right. It, okay, okay. It, then I'm going to... to we, we got 50 to go to get to 900, okay? Well, I'm going to draw the line at 1,000. I want 1,000. Hold to that. 1,000. You will no see my time, testicles. Okay. No time limit on the 1,000. Because I'll, I'll give you a pass because I think you did say 900 by, you know, the a end certain of the year. Period. Yeah, exactly. But the thousand is no time limit. I just want I want a four digit figure. I want a thousand ratings. I think we deserve it. We've been around five years. We get to see your balls. You get to see my balls. You get to see I'll even write S and W. S on the right testicle and W. Or would it be yeah, W on the on the left. I think I might only get a partner to do that because you don't want to reverse it accidentally if you're looking in the mirror. Always reverse flip the photo in Photoshop, I guess. So. Michael, you're not a candidate for that, okay? I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. Helping. I'm, not I'm sorry to upset you, but I'd be the bearer of bad news here. Same area as you anymore. I, I can hire some Mexicans at the Home Depot <laughs> to do it for you. People subscribe to the show on iTunes, it does help out the show. Also, a good way to support Sick and Wrong is to buy a Sick and Wrong t shirt and wear it proudly. It's like you'll be a walking billboard for us. Go the go to the Sick and Wrong store right on SickandWrongPodcast.com. Uh, we also have other Sick and Wrong t-shirts at the Cafe Press store. There's a link to it at the uh, Sick and Wrong store on our main page. And furthermore, it's a great it's a great place to get a Valentine's Day gift uh, for your wife. So people go to uh, SickandWrongPodcast.com, click on store, and buy a t-shirt now. Well, actually, before we get to the Sick and Wrong song of the week, I don't know if you know this, but the godfather of physical fitness, Jack LaLanne, died today from respiratory failure due to pneumonia. Well, it was a couple of days ago, right? It wasn't today. No, it was today. I read, he died really? today. Yeah. I think you have old news. I think it was a couple of days ago. Maybe it was yesterday. He was 96 years old. And I, I just want to say one thing. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll cheers to Jack. I've, I've seen Jack in many things. Cheers, Jack. You know, rest in peace. Cheers. Yeah. This is kind of like juiced oats. But I want to say one thing about Jack Lane. The man worked out every day. He ate probably the only healthiest foods. And he died at the ripe old age of 96. George Burns lived to be 100, smoking and drinking the entire <laughs> and 100 years. And womanizing, carrying on and womanizing the whole time. So just think about that, people. Next time Advantage you, Burns. Yeah, next time you uh, go to the treadmill and eat some broccoli, think about that. Finally here, second wrong song of the week uh, comes in from Ed. Ed says, hey guys, in honor of the new year, I thought you might like to play the attached song that I believe encompasses... All the things that makes your show in this world so great. It's a song called Rocked by Rape by the ECC. So um, I, I'm not quite sure uh, what, you, what you consider great, Ed, but uh, I did listen to the song, and it's catchy. So enjoy, and uh, may this year be your best year yet. Regards, Ed. Happy anniversary. So uh, thanks, Ed, for sending that song in. We're going to end the show here with Rocked by Rape by the ECC. People, we apologize for doing a late show here, but uh, as you can understand, 
Uh, we do have reasons. There, there's reason to our rhyme. And so uh, next week we're on early on on early week posting, right? Early week posting. We're changing our schedule because of uh, the new year, and uh, to make make the show more appealing to to the fan base. Show improvement. Show improvement. People will be back next week with episode two sixty three. Until then, take a sleazy. Good night. This is the CBS Evening News. With Dan Rather reporting from CBS News headquarters in New York. Good evening. Danger. War. Killer. Fraud. CIA. Mayhem. Crisis. Horrible. Inflation. Military threat. The flaming debris. Fatal heart attack. Stress injuries. Prison disaster. Economic collapse. Dangerous radiation. A tide of violence and human misery. A liar and an unremorseful killer. Communist international smuggling pipeline. Starving victims. And how they die. Killable weapons. Carpet bomb deaths. Tough FBI. Kill and injure children. Police conspiracy. Negative attacks. Discipline. Sex and drinking binges. Dying of a heart attack. Dying of breast cancer. Dying of a Japanese nuclear bomb. Mountains of credit card debt. The mountain of cocaine. Tons of cocaine. Atomic bomb radiation experiments. Unwitting test subjects. Dangerous radiation. Marijuana abuse. Hooked on drugs. Time for us to bug out. Rock. Rock. Rock by rape. Rock. Rock. Rock by rape. Rock. Rock. Rock by rape. Sex. Drugs and rock by rape. Nazi war criminals, cancer, dark, murder, caution, terrorist, castigation, police conspiracy, dramatic urban torture, drunk driving, hostage siege, government shutdown, collapses, desperation, despair, deep into debt, criminal, persecuted, semi-automatic handgun, explosive gunman killed a tourist, funeral victims, racist, massive lawsuit. Hostage, ethnic war, cancer death rate fleeing for their lives, CIA narcotics operations, hungry, homeless, frustrated terrorists, spoiled, unsanitary, hard-hitting losers, brutal, bizarre, critical bombing, the gang's rule, criminal anti-government love triangle, deeper and deeper into damage, even death, anti-drug DEA, worldwide ban, time for us to bug out. Rock. Rock, rock by rape. Rock, rock, rock by rape. Rock, rock, rock by rape. Sex, drugs, and rock by rape. Disgruntled conspirator attack killed. U.S. warplane went down in flames. Crash, gunned down, shooting death, blood drops. Murderer, desperate tragedy. Isn't he dead? Death penalty, ransom note, forbidding, notorious, overwhelming, communist, urban punishment, low ethics, extortion and murder, a plane crash set an entire neighborhood on fire, international smuggling pipeline, make it faster, better, cheaper, health risk, criminal, murdering a man, tough, diplomatic hell on earth, magnetic radiation, fraudulent assassins, mysterious murder, chemical terrorism, military targets, fatal crimes, danger. 
freak accident. No known survivors. Wild and woolly semi-automatic truck bomb. Emergency anti-fatal shooting rampage. Notorious negative police brutality. Fear the hidden Nazis next door. Marxist rebels. Serious murderer. Accidents, problems, punitive damages. Like that negative heart-wrenching controversy. Time for us to bug out. Rock. Rock. Rocked by rape. Rocked. Rocked. Rocked by rape. Rocked. Rocked. Rocked by rape. Sex, drugs, and rocked by rape. Bug out, bug out, bug out, bug, bug. And that's part of our world tonight. For the CBS TV News, Dan Rabbit reporting. Good night and have a great weekend. apologize to my drunk friend Fraser, um, who was just in a bar that played Freebird, so I would like that to play the song to week because it's just awesome and wacky me with somehow be pissed off and it's like eight minutes long. Um yeah, so we're kinda of pissed walking about going to a different club. And Fraser just shouted something, I have no idea what it is. I'm passing it on to Chris. Um Listen guys, I don't really listen to your show but uh, <laughs> Razor does, um, I don't, um, <laughs> Chris, give me the phone. It's, it's kind of pretty bad now, um, having to fend them off, like, some oh sort of rabid zombie, I'm fucking screwed. Um, so yeah, thanks for taking wrong, if you play this indeed. I love you, Stop it. Um, uh, no, you're not finishing it, shut up. Um, so yes, I, I don't listen to the show, but thank you, second wrong. My name's Chris Braff. Let me talk. Thank you very much, bye. I can't do the head. 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 I can't do the head